Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Monday, 22nd August, 2022. Our bit today comes from Psalm 119, verse 18, and that says, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Monday has come around the bend once again, my people, like it's been doing for eons and will continue doing until Jesus comes back and changes things. That is, if he sees fit to change the arrangement of the days of the week. And if he doesn't, then we'll simply be enjoying Mondays till the end of his kingdom, or maybe all through eternity. Who knows? That means the sooner we get used to Mondays and preparing properly for a new work week, the sooner any anxiety Monday causes us will disappear. Yes, if we know what to expect, then we ought to be prepared for it. And we know that Monday will come around every seven days. So why are so many of us always in a bitter on a Monday morning? Yeah? Because we lack self-discipline and self-control. Monday should be a piece of cake, just like any other day. Or rather, Monday should be our best prepared day since we have the whole weekend to prepare for it. But hard-headed and prideful human beings that we are, we stubbornly refuse to make suitable plans for the opening day of the work week and thus end up rushing around on Monday mornings like chickens with our heads cut off. And I know that some of you will refute what I'm saying by quoting Jesus when he said to the people, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, that's food, and the body more than raiment, which is clothes? And that comes from Matthew 6.25. And then Jesus went on to discuss how the Father looks after Mother Nature, that's the birds and the bees, etc. And since we are more important than they, so he will also look after us. And that comes from Matthew 6, 26 to 32. But what we forget is to quote verse 33, which says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And to do that, we need to not only truly believe in Christ Jesus, but to have considerable self-control and self-discipline in our efforts in his name. Jesus was one of the most disciplined and controlled persons who ever lived. He had to be, else his whole ministry and purpose for coming to earth would have fallen apart. And don't think for one moment that he wanted to endure all the suffering he endured and be crucified on that horrible wooden cross, no? But that was his avowed purpose, and he faced up to it like a man. And if we are to be his true disciples, then we also need to have strong self-control and self-discipline and face up to our purpose, mano a mano. No organization or individual can ever grow properly without those two things. 
And have you noticed how the enemy and his evil cronies are very focused and disciplined? Just look around and you will see it. Unfortunately, our Christian organizations and people don't seem to be as well focused and disciplined. Otherwise, we would not be as far behind the eight ball as we currently are. And the evildoers would not have such a choke hole on our world. For my people, both physical and spiritual discipline are necessary if we are to be victorious in Christ's mission. But spiritual discipline is the more important element. As Paul told Timothy, for bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. And that comes from 1 Timothy 4.8. Yes, friends, physical discipline offers some help down here on earth, but the spiritual kind is useful both here on earth as well as in the life to come. So please, I'm pleading with us to get serious about spiritual discipline, for without it, we are completely lost. And how do we get it? By constantly meditating on God's word, being steadfast in prayer and fellowship with other believers. As the good book says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And we know that comes from one, Psalm 119, 105. But we first have to get into the word and then stay in the word. Unfortunately, though, that's where too many of us supposed believers are falling down. We don't stay in the word. We are somewhat wishy-washy when it comes to consistent Bible reading and studying. And until we improve that consistency, things will never get better. Now here's a good verse to pray at the beginning of our prayer time. Ask the Father to open down mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. I'm a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me. And that comes from Psalm 119 verses 18 to 19. And you know what? Our wonderful God will never refuse such a request. And he will reveal truths to us as we read and meditate on his word. Oh, my people, it's all about keeping God first place in our lives, being serious about it, and being willing to build the discipline and self-control it needs to make Christ come to life in a dark, evil, and ungodly world. And there are enough believers in this world that if we get really serious about fighting for Jesus, we can take back our world from the enemy. But we must operate as a strong, confident, purposeful body. But with the number of divisions and dissensions amongst believers right now, that seems like an impossible task. But please remember too, that all things are possible with our God. And if he sees us making the effort, he will add whatever is necessary for us to succeed. But it all depends on us, my fellow believers. So let's begin with first things first now, 
That's prayer. As one voice, let's take our Monday morning battle hymn to the throne of grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ, despite the mass confusion in our world. We desperately need your divine help, for you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Heavenly Father, we admit that we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but we know that you are merciful, forgiving, and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. That's why we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading with you to give us wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. And Father, we pray that you will ease the pain of the many who are suffering from negative situations. Please show them your awesome grace and mercy and keep your promise that you will hear our prayer, forgive us, and heal our land if we turn from our evil ways. And please show this evil world too that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And again we say, Amen. Now, friends, if we expect to see positive results to our prayer, it's up to us to keep our promises and turn from our evil ways. It's as simple as that. Much love. And the postscript for today says, don't expect the Lord to heal and save us if we are not sincere. And that's the gospel truth. He won't do anything positive for us if he checks our hearts, checks the motives there, and see that we are not sincere, that we only offer in lip service. So please, let's get serious, man of oh God. Jesus is the only thing that we have, sensible thing that we have to live for. So let's get out there and live for him now. And we pray that in his name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.